Welcome to Word Matters, presented by the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Word Matters is a podcast dedicated to helping Christians understand some of the most confusing and controversial passages of the Bible. And now, join the conversation with your hosts, Trevin Wax and Brandon Smith. Why did Jesus say he only came for Israel? That is the question that we will ask on this episode of Word Matters. Uh, my name is Brandon Smith. I'm the brand manager for the HCSB, joined here with my co-host Trevin Wax, the managing editor of The Gospel Project. And we have a very interesting passage today, Trevin, because uh, we are not Israelites. So <laughs> <laughs> that, That's right. Um, although my last name is Jewish. Oh, man. Did you know that? You got a leg up. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm not. What's the Jewish version of it? Um, like Wach. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a Jewish name from Switzerland. Oh. And uh, a common Jewish name in the in the United States even now is Waxman. Hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, no, if you that. if you go to the Holocaust records and you look up wax, it's in there. Uh, you have to refine your search. There are too many thousands that perished. Hmm. I wonder where Smith. Maybe I could find Smith that's rooted in there. <laughs> just to make sure that I'm safe. Just good. in case. Good luck with that. All right. So, uh, so I'm going to read this verse and then we'll kind of get into some some views of it. Try to hash it out a little bit and uh, see. Uh, if we can help apply this to our audience. So uh, Matthew 15, uh, verses 21 to 28 in the HCSB. When Jesus left there, he withdrew to the area of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came and kept crying out, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly tormented by a demon. Yet he did not say a word to her. So his disciples approached him and urged him, Send her away because she cries out after us. He replied, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And she came, knelt before him, and said, Lord, help me. And he answered, It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And then Jesus replied to her, Woman, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want. And from that moment, her daughter was cured. Okay, there's there's a lot in this passage. In fact, we could come back and talk about the fact that Jesus just called this woman a dog, right? <laughs> right. Uh, that we need to, we need to mark this one down. Mark it. We're going to do this one again. Okay. Uh, that is not what we're going to talk about in this episode though. The, the verse, we read the entire passage, but the verse that we're focused on is when Jesus says in verse 24, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Mm-hmm. So explain that Trevin, give me a, give me an idea of what, what makes this so difficult? Just in case anybody's sitting there and going, I'm not really sure why this is a big deal. Well, I mean, you think about Christianity and the Great Commission, right? Jesus mm-hmm. at the end of Matthew. I mean, the same gospel. Jesus at the end of Matthew says, like, go out into all the world, right? Mm-hmm. Preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, Christianity has this huge global impulse. You see it all through the letters of, of the Apostle Paul. Um, and for Jesus to say, you know what? I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel hmm. I, and a Gentile woman asking for, for help. Um, he, he does help her, but is, I mean, his entire, his rationale for why he won't help her is that he's like, look, my focus is I am zeroed in on Israel. Mm-hmm. I am here for Israel. In fact, um, this is a good summary verse for a lot of things that happens in, in, in the gospels when Jesus um, is his earthly ministry. He has some forays into Gentile territory here right. and there, right? You know, remember the uh, demon-possessed man mm-hmm. in the Gerasene area or Gadarenes mm-hmm. or whatever? That 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 area as well. Um, sorry, I just about fell out of my chair. Here. So um, uh, the, that, that 
there are some forays into Gentile territory, but Jesus is very much focused on Israel. And when, when Jesus actually sends his disciples uh, out to, uh, to preach, he says that they should avoid the Gentile towns. Right. They should only go to the lost sheep of Israel. So it, a lot of people reading that might not immediately notice the dissonance, mm-hmm. but if you understand Christianity as a global religion— it's going to hit you. Yeah. And then you see Jesus saying, nope, only I'm only sent to that lost sheep of Israel. You know, hey, disciples, when you, when you go preach, avoid the Gentiles. Right. Go only to Israelite towns, you know, uh, so that the God of Israel will receive glory. Um, that's part of what is is going on here. So there's a little bit of a dissonance there. Mm-hmm. Why does Jesus say he only came for the lost sheep of Israel? That's the question particularly when you consider the global impulse of Christianity. And so um, yes. how, how have people put that together? Yeah, so let's look, let's look at the kind of obvious one. We're, we're almost kind of tipping to this a little bit. But uh, the first view, um, a lot of scholars take this view, um, is basically that Jesus was only focused on Israel. It's exactly what it looks like, that Jesus was a nationalist and he was there for Israel and only them. And um, the evangelists and the gospel writers, maybe they had uh, different intentions. So Matthew is making it really, really, really clear. Hey, this is about Israel. He's narrowing the scope in. Um, Mark actually talks about um, how he heals this Gentile woman, and he even talks about the Gentiles in his verse. He kind of adds on more Gentile focus. Um, and so it's almost as though if Mark is writing to the Gentiles, he's having to add that in. But Jesus is a nationalist, and he's that's not really what it's about. That Really, if you really pay attention to the Gospels, that Jesus uh, is only focused, laser-focused on Israel. Yeah, and a lot of the scholars that take this view, like you said, they're, they're reading into the ulterior motives of the evangelists right. to where— th- they basically want to say, look, Jesus is so hyper-focused on Israel. If you're reading stuff about the Gentiles, it's because the mm-hmm. gospel writers added that in later. And that's you know, a and that's a of... that's a question, right? That that people like Bart Ehrman, for example, like to hop all over and sure. say, oh, these different gospels say different things, so it must not be true. Yep. Uh, instead of noticing that just because uh, the gospel writers have a different focus or a different audience doesn't mean they're liars, right? right. So we wouldn't expect any journalist to give us every single detail of everything ever that they see. They're trying to get a point across. doesn't mean they're a liar because they give you a little bit of a different perspective or they focus on something a little bit more. Yeah, and it seems disingenuous to me, too, to, to immediately assume that, um, that, that to, to, be, to be, I guess, so black and white on this issue right. that you're saying, if there's anything in here about Gentiles, it must be because one of the gospel writers invented it in order to <laughs> to, to make the— um, to to justify the Gentile mission later, or mm-hmm. in the case of Matthew, that they added this line about the lost sheep of Israel to narrow what's right. going on. I mean, this is Matthew. The Great mm-hmm. Commission is the end of the gospel, right? <laughs> right. So I, it's just it seems so counterproductive. So obviously, we're tipping our hat here. We're not. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming hey, I'm, I'm, I might pull a rabbit out of the hat here. Who knows? Okay. I might take this view. <laughs> okay, the a second view, um, and this is. I'll go ahead and tip my hat. This is where where I'm at on this. No. Yeah. Yeah. The second view says, um, yes, Jesus is focused, laser focused on Israel, not the Gentiles. But it is not because he is making this an either or kind of situation where he's either focused on Israel or he has to be focused on the Gentiles. No. Instead, it's saying he's focused on Israel on behalf of the nations of the world. Mm. In other words, Jesus is saying, look, yes, my I have come for the lost sheep of the house of Israel because once Israel is set right, 
then the blessing that has been promised to Abraham all the way back to Genesis 12 can then flow out to the rest of the world. So Jesus saying, yes, I'm coming to be the Messiah of Israel so Mm -hmm. that then the blessing of Abraham can flow to the nations of the world. I will be the Messiah to Israel and the Lord of all the world. This is the, the, the point of it. So, so when Jesus is, is, is seeing himself as Israel's Messiah, when he, when he puts together, when he calls 12 disciples, he is reconstituting the people of Israel around himself. Mm. And he's going to be, uh, so that Israel can then fulfill its role of being the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Um, and that's why he's focused on the lost sheep of the house of Israel. It's not because Jesus doesn't care about the Gentiles. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he does heal the it's Gentile obvious. woman, yeah. right? But that he's saying, look, I'm, I am coming to, I'm the good shepherd. I am coming to gather around these lost sheep of Israel to, to be the renewed Israel. They're going to be united mm-hmm. b- around me and then the trajectory of this new constituted Israel that's around me is going to go out into the the healing grace of God is going to flow to all of the world. So after the cross and resurrection of Jesus, that's where you see right. him saying, okay, now's the time. You know, I've, I've done this. The shepherd has been slain by the sheep and mm-hmm. has now been raised again to new life. And now I'm saying, go, go to the rest of the world. Yeah. And, and have no problem making the point or. Um, saying that, yeah, Jesus was the Savior to Israel first. He was their Messiah. Well, Paul it, makes that point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's no doubt about that. So it's not like you don't need to downplay that. That's right. Um, I had a I have a, a friend who um, his father's Jewish, and he says, you know, I don't I don't know why Jesus would um, save anybody else. He's got Israel. He's going to save Israel. Why would he save anybody else? And I'm saying, well, he was for Israel, sure. And he says, well, what if Israelites that don't believe in him? How how come he'll just send all of them to hell? Like, it's not like he doesn't love them. You know, he kind of acts as though Jesus doesn't really love Israel. I'm like, no, Israel's. he tells them that. He tells Jerusalem, I weep over you. I want to long to put you under my wing like a mother hen. Mm-hmm. He cares a lot about Jerusalem and about his people. So we shouldn't deny that, but we shouldn't go so extreme and so hyperbolic to say, well, that's all he cared about. Right. So. Right. And when he says, uh, you know, I've come for the lost sheep of Israel, um, he he is he is being very exclusive mm-hmm. here. Um, th- that's a very particular focus. But again, you got to put this in the context of the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. The whole point of him coming to fix Israel is so that he could then, the, the grace of God could go out to all, all the nations. So the way I would put it is this, mission to the nations, the disciples' mission to the nations later, depends on Jesus' accomplishment of his mission to Israel. So it, it, it sounds paradoxical, but this is the way, the way it works. Um, Jesus' earthly ministry is very particularly focused on Israel. So that then the universal vision of God for all of the world can be accomplished. Mm-hmm. So Jesus comes to Israel on behalf of the rest of the world. D- don't the, the dichotomy between Jesus serving Israel or serving the Gentiles is is not helpful. Uh, what what Jesus is doing here is he's seeing his ministry to Israel as in the catalyst for God's ultimate accomplishment: the rest of the world to be saved, all the nations of the world to be blessed. Through the uh, um, the descendant of Abraham, yeah, I mean, you see, right? You see, Genesis three: go, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. You see, Noah comes off the boat: go, be fruitful, fill the earth. There's this idea continually of filling the earth, filling the earth with God's image bearers, with God's image bearers, and that's the point. And so, um, it is interesting. uh, You mentioned Abraham looking at Genesis twelve. It's not that he just got promised Israel; he got promised the nations. He got promised everything, and so it's easy. Um, for us to look at Israel and go, well, God selected these people. Well, he selected these people to show us, you know, to, to 
obviously to spread his word and, and to go out and to, and to be different from the rest of the world as he calls us to. Uh, but even more than that, it wasn't supposed to stay in Israel, right? I mean, he tells his disciples, go to the ends of the earth. Then you get to the beginning of Acts and they're still in Jerusalem and then persecution happens and they get sent out. It's almost like God saying, by the way, guys, I really want you to leave Jerusalem <laughs> yeah. and go to the ends of the earth. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, Israel was chosen in the Old Testament. Of course, they had the steadfast love of God on them, but it was a vocation. There is a vocation right. in what there is a call. There's mm-hmm. a they were to be the light of to the nations, and Israel because of their sin and idolatry and their own fallenness, they failed at that. Just mm-hmm. like all of humanity has failed at, they're almost like humanity in a microcosm, right? Yeah. Um, and so when Jesus comes to set things right, he starts with Israel. He 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 reconstitutes this true Israel around himself. Uh, we are grafted in as the yeah. Gentiles grafted in, so that then the the nations can benefit. Um, so there's so much mission here. Mm-hmm. And so when you see this, uh, the, these statements about being sent only to the lost sheep of Israel or Jesus commanding his disciples in the, the New Testament and the Gospels to only go to Israel, the whole point of that is not just because God only loves Israel. It's because being chosen of God has a vocation with it. Jesus is going to fix this problem here with Israel it, so then, um, so that then the rest of the blessings can can go to the rest of the world. I've I've heard this illustration. And I like this, and when I preach or teach on this, I like to use it. I think um, I think N.T. Wright, some others have used this too. It's it's like imagine this this truck filled with you know God's blessings is going up the the mountain or going up the road, and it and it gets turned around and crashes, turns upside down, and is now blocking the road. Mm. Right. But before the blessings that are meant to get to the rest of the world can go forward, that truck has to be turned, has to be set right. It has to be in order for the blessings to then move forward. Uh, in some ways, Israel is like that truck. It, it has collapsed on the side of the road due to its own uh, sin and frailty and fallenness. Um, Jesus has come to set that right mm-hmm. so that the plan of salvation, the plan of God moving the, his blessing to the nations that can that can move forward, and now we we're the recipients of that. Yeah, no kidding. The recipients, and I'm thankful mm-hmm. that Jesus came, and He came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, because now we get to benefit from those blessings coming to all the nations because Jesus uh, came, suffered, and died uh, as as Israel's Messiah. And if you didn't notice, we basically spent. Uh, Trevin especially spent this podcast just going ahead and preaching it. So if you want to preach Sorry. or teach this, teach this, you've pretty much got it all in the box. right? Fire there, in so. the bones, man. <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> all right. Well, Trevin, uh, thanks as always. I think this was helpful. And uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Word Matters is presented by the Holman Christian Standard Bible, a translation that is faithful to the original languages, but clear for today's readers. Find out more at hcsb.org.